0: Happy birthday.
1: Remember that guy in college who would post that on everybody's wall for their, their birthday mm-hmm. and just say, uh, today is your birthday. I have, I was always curious if he set up like a script, that would be exactly what I would assume someone at our college would do is.
0: Uh, yeah. And you know what? Of all the ridiculous stuff that happened in our school, I'm okay with that one. <laughs> because of facebook's like birthday reminders there was a period where i was like i'm a good person who remembers my friend's birthdays
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i'm thoughtful and that period of my life has long since passed <laughs> i am back to being completely ignorant of of that for most people
1: yeah what's what's my birthday i don't know what's my birthday jake <laughs> it's like january february something I don't yeah know. it's tomorrow. It's like February something. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Thanks,
0: but yeah, once once you turn old man thirty, it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> you don't like now, now, I'm like thirty one, so it's like cool, more more of the
1: same. <laughs> Just another brick in the wall. Just another brick in the wall.
0: Um, there there's a couple of good songs about aging, though, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great Grand Great Grandpa has a song with a line like it's something like tom petty didn't write his best song till he was like 35 or something um, <laughs> it's it, it's like a you know the song kind of is like talking about you know having confidence to still start something like being in a band when you're older and like you know it's fine it's fine i mean it's and, fine and it's fine you know the best example gotta buy voices mr Mr. Uh, Pollard.
1: That's right. And if there's anything we can learn from Robert Pollard, it's that uh, you could just make as many songs as you want and just throw them out there.
0: Exactly, like a whole new album that <laughs> just came out. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to
1: that. we'll get to that. We should probably like update this. Oh yeah, no. instead of it's it more anyway. fun. It's more fun to wing it every week. Let's just keep doing that. It's like a, it's an ongoing bit for us that makes the, the podcast much more confusing. Hey, welcome to the show, We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album in one year by writing some music every week. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of probably this year. You can follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at Bad underscore Wallpaper and on Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band. See, it's the year thing that trips me up every time. I yeah. Just, yeah. What year is it? How old am I? What's my age again?
0: I mean, our, our band is, is uh, in its second year of life, so.
1: That's true. <laughs> but
0: that means it's actually just one, right? Like, because you start out as a zero, so...
1: Yeah, but it's like uh, when you go on Wikipedia sometimes and you're like, man, when did this band start? Because their first album released in like 2011 and they they like formed in 2006. And you're like, oh, wow. Okay, so we should just say Bad Wallpaper formed in like 2015 or something.
0: Yeah. Or or it's like when you go on a band's bio and it lists like they were in like five bands that are so <laughs> unnoteworthy, you know, they don't even have links <laughs> that's right before uh making it big the the one that always gets me that one is uh Sufjan stevens because like he was pretty like he, he was in some bands oh, i forget what they're called but,
1: like, <laughs> I, he probably forgets what they're called yeah but he i mean it
0: was just such a like you know you never think about like him being in a band and
1: he was in a band called cone los dudes like and <laughs> with the dudes uh that rocks i like that yeah
0: yeah i mean it's just like especially musicians you kind of get started like after college it's like yeah they probably played around with their friends in college and you know it's starting to sound pretty familiar right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> well and like if only we had just actually said oh we're a band we're doing this this is our name then we could put that on a wikipedia page yeah. but like Two uh roommates just uh practicing explosions in the sky songs in our dorm room doesn't really quite have the same uh the same oomph to yeah. it. Yeah.
0: But the but but the reality is like you're in college and it, even if I, I think that it's more of that nature, like like you're probably only ever gonna do anything in your small college town. No one's ever <laughs> gonna remember it, you know.
1: Yeah, um, let's go to like Berkeley.
0: Mm, yeah, exactly. But then
1: then you have to like look down on everyone and be like, oh, I go to Berkeley <laughs> School of music. There's a guitar center right across the street from Berkeley. I love it. It makes so much sense. I the I wonder if
0: it's staffed by like Berkeley like just failures. Berkeley kids. <laughs> oh,
1: but oh, you're saying like dropouts.
0: Not even dropouts, <laughs> but like grads who like never made it past just working at the guitar center across the street. <laughs> that's dark yeah
1: yeah i'll go ask him i'll go pop in that okay that is the berkeley school of music
0: for some reason i always thought that was in san francisco
1: you mean in berkeley (laughs) yeah yeah i always thought it was in new york for some reason i don't know when you're in the midwest i feel like anything on the coast uh is just so foreign that you don't even really have any any concept of where it is yeah i didn't know that uh like Stanford was on the West coast until I was like 17.
0: I read this whole thing about the jazz fake books, or I, or I guess they were called the real book is, is the okay. thing. So, so the fake books were a thing where people compiled their own list of like chord sheets and stuff to like have jazz jams with. Mm-hmm. Um, but a professor at Berkeley decided to finally like make a, a like more legit selection of them so he could like yeah like students. a good one but it was impossible to get the like rights for all of the songs to actually do <laughs> it so he did it like under the table and would just have homeless people on the streets of boston like just sell them <laughs> and uh it became like this this big thing like you had to know you had to be in the know to get the real real book
1: some some contraband chord books that mm-hmm. uh don't have all the chords wrong Yeah, exactly. That is that is really funny. It just sounds so Boston to like
0: <laughs> have have a random guy on the street yell at you. Like I'm not going to do a Boston accent. But
1: You're like, not going to do the Boston accent, hey kid, hey kid. Just do that. That's yeah, all you need. <laughs> the the only real instance of that that I
0: got was when that guy yelled at us about the the masks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I forgot if we talked about that. That was so funny. It was like, hey, masks don't work anymore. It was like almost more Brooklyn. It was really funny. (laughs) Just waiting to get on the bus. And we're like, the store just wants you to wear them. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. That was fun, though. Good times. Good times. Good times. Speaking of good times, you know what I do for fun these days? Um, Get cold. Yeah, I mean, I do get cold. It was really cold. I was just going to say watch movies, but it's it's primarily because it's so cold that all I do is watch movies. Like, it's the winter in the Northeast. What are you going to do other than watch all the movies that got Oscar noms?
0: There, there was something, like, flipped for me where it was I had been watching so much, like, prestige TV, you know, and you invest, like, <laughs> hours and hours and hours into that. And I was like, or I could just watch a movie that's an hour and a half and have a really, like, you know, full tight story. It's moving less like mm-hmm. just filler. Like, I mean, I really like prestige TV too, but
1: no, I totally agree though. Especially I feel like most of the, the TV shows that are considered prestige are not worth investing that much time in it, Cause it's like, you already missed the, 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 zeitgeist, you know, you missed the, the water cooler talk about game of Thrones. Like what's the point in watching it? Especially if you know what the ending sucks. Like, yeah. why go back when I could just watch a new film?
0: Well, and like Netflix is even just uh, making that decision easy for you because they're like, oh, if it didn't get record breaking viewership in the first episode,
1: yep, uh, we're just going to cut the whole thing. Yep. So, why even get invested in a television program? Mm-hmm. Totally agreed. I, I've been going that direction for a while now. Um, glad, glad we're both uh, team movie, team film. So, what you've been watching? So I've been trying to get caught up with some of the big Oscar noms. Uh, I do this every year where I'm like, I'm going to be good this year. I'm going to see all the movies as they come out. And then like December rolls around and the noms come out and I'm like, okay, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. So I'm, I'm going back and trying to hit them.
0: Yeah. It's so hard though. Cause so, so many of them, like I hear about the press for them, like when they came out like at the festival they, like, and it's can so or impossible tip or whatever. to actually see it and then yeah, yeah it's really frustrating
1: yeah and then like your local like art house cinema is going to show a lot of those really good movies but they're also going to show a lot of movies that you're not that interested in seeing yeah yeah i made that mistake once where i was like
0: i'm just going to trust it's a random thing that they're yeah,
1: <laughs> sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but Friday I watched After Sun, which I believe is Tim Grierson's number one film of the year. And that movie wrecked me. I think I texted you like through hazy vision that I was crying at the end of that film. Cause I, I don't know, that movie like it's not it's not really a twist. It's more of like an emotional buildup to a final realization. And oof, oof brick like just hit me like a brick yeah yeah Uh, you you,
0: uh you i don't know i was gonna riff on that okay i know this isn't true (laughs) but here just pretend like it's true you actually okay okay. you you actually texted me that you you just watched a movie and you went through a whole box of kleenex and i was like i don't need to know what porn you're watching jake
1: (laughs) you gotta see this movie i don't know about that buddy That was a a pretty good bit. Yeah, good job, Jared. I think I said I cried harder than I've ever cried in any movie. I did not use just Kleenex out of context because I would never give you that kind of ammo. But anyways, uh, five stars, really liked that movie. Then we watched Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which racked up just tons of nominations and stuff. And I got to say, okay movie, it's fine. So- I just
0: found out recently that that movie, I'm pretty sure, is by the same people who did, like, the Swiss Army Man movie.
1: Yeah, correct, correct.
0: Which is, like,
1: super weird. I actually like that movie quite a bit. Like, I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's, like, a goofy movie. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fun, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'd seen some of their, like, digital short kind of stuff before where they were just playing with, like, you know, blender effects and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like they, I mean, you could see like, whoa, they have like creativity of like how to do interesting stuff with that complete ridiculousness that's possible. So I know very little about this movie other than it's like a metaverse movie. Right. And it's by those guys. So, and that it's racking up the, the, uh, noms. And it's also the, the return to acting of, uh, the little kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune and the Goonies, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think his seems like Kiyun Kwan. Uh, he's really, good. I mean, honestly, here's my takes. Here's my takes. I actually think the performances are really good. I think the overall concept and like the screenplay is pretty good. Uh, the first hour of it, I was like, okay, I really like this movie. This is good. I like this. But as it gets more like, you know, quote unquote ridiculous, it uh, I think <laughs> I think I saw this on like Letterbox or someone something somebody said that gets like a uh, Rick and Morty movie for New York Times readers, and I think that's fair. It's like the it tries to get a little philosophical, and I, it's like okay, you're like, this is really really basic stuff here, guys. I don't I don't know if this is really uh, landing for me, and the humor is it like there's literally like a bit about like I put literally everything on a bagel. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that's, what, okay, all right, that's fine. So, you know, th- they try and do a lot of wacky stuff that I don't think really lands for me. And then they try and, like, pull it back to this, like, emotional core that they kind of set up in the f- first hour of the movie. And uh, I don't know, it just it, it's fine. To me, it's, like, a better action movie than a Marvel movie, and there's more of an emotional core to it. But... I don't know if there's that much more going on for me. And like, again, it's like, if that kind of thing works for you, great. I'm sure you're like, that's why people love it, but it, it really just did not settle in for me. That's such a sick burn.
0: Rick and Morty for the New Yorkers <laughs> audience. It's great.
1: <laughs> I, I think like uh, that person gave it like a half star on letterboxd. And I was like, ah, that's a little harsh, but I I can see getting, like, fed up with that movie very quickly. Like, if you're not all in, it's easy to be like, all right, okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying is watch After Sun, maybe watch everything everywhere all at once just to have an opinion on it when you go into awards season. Why not? It's fine. It's it's a good movie. Got no problem with it.
0: Yeah. I I mean, and if a weird movie like that is getting talked about for, like, Best Picture, first of all, it means it's just a weird year in movies, probably. <laughs> That's but, probably true. I mean, I'm all for like uh, something that motivates more cool, weird movies to get made.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, just maybe not by Reddit, guys.
0: Yeah. So I watched We're All Going to the World's Fair. It's a fun little movie.
1: Um, Would you say you watched this primarily because of the soundtrack or... Um, uh, primarily for other reasons. I would say
0: for other reasons, primarily. Um, so the, uh, it's soundtracked by, uh, Alex G and I actually had clicked through the soundtrack before, but it didn't really stand out mm. other than I was like, this is pleasant Alex G music. And it was before, uh, <laughs> God save the an- animals. Came yeah. Out. Yeah. And I don't know. If you, I mean, we've talked about how that that album just kind of missed for me. So mm-hmm. it's kind of just, I don't know, been in the back of my mind. So I kind of had actually forgot that he did the soundtrack whenever I, cho- <laughs> I chose to watch it. So that's why it wasn't really a consideration. But then I was like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, it is going to be him. And then uh, that was a that was a really nice part of the movie. Like it, it what he does with the soundtrack is really cool. And it nice. fits his like melancholy nostalgic kind of tone like super mm. well. so the, the premise of this movie is um it's uh pretty i mean there's only two characters in the whole movie but it's a, a teenage girl who is like alone and really bored and uh doesn't have a lot of real life friends and she decides to do this like internet trend um Thing which is kind of like a creepypasta from like back in the day, where you, know, <laughs> you, you hear this rumor about like, oh, there's this like uh, game. You go to this website and you upload a video of yourself cutting your finger and saying, "We're all going to the World's Fair," um, three times, and it three make, times, uh oh, and it will will we'll cause a change in your life. And all you have to do is promise to like document your changes and upload it to the internet afterwards. Like, so she does it. And, um, and I mean, things get a little weird. It, it, I, you know, I don't want to like spoil anything. So, like, you know, there's part of the movie you're like, maybe this is like a supernatural kind of thriller kind of thing, like something weird's gonna mm-hmm. happen. Um, part of the movie is, uh, but just like the realism and the nostalgia of like if you were like a kid of that early internet <laughs> era and just kind of, relating it's super relatable um interesting yeah. and the the music drops like really hit so uh yeah really fun like short little movie uh nice check it out
1: that kind of reminds me of like tumblr core stuff like tumblr mm-hmm. i feel like was where all that stuff was you know there's things like oh if you make a wish at 1111, yeah <laughs> people <laughs> were like i take this very seriously <laughs> this yeah is real. Yeah. So yeah, that's an interesting mentality to get into, and I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge soundtrack guy in terms of like I don't just turn on soundtracks for things typically, uh, but I do like to hear indie artists make a soundtrack that really works for a film, and so that that has piqued my interest. Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great, great. It's too too early in the morning for. I already gave you my best like
1: quip. Oh, what, what else is up? What else is going on? Uh, trying to do like a, like a <laughs> DJ, morning DJ. Hey, what, what else is on the ticker here?
0: Well, it's funny you were talking about bagels. Bagels are going to come up again later
1: for me. Really? Ba- okay. It's a bagel y, episode. Yeah.
0: I wish I could be eating uh, a bagel right now.
1: A bagel? <laughs> a bagel would be, hit it'd pretty be hard good to podcast right
0: and eat bagels at the same time.
1: Yeah, a lot of chewing involved. <laughs> Maybe get some oatmeal. You can like slurp it up on the side real quick. Mm hmm. Uh, But hey, I guess I'm going to talk about breakfast at least, which is uh, we had (laughs) negative 30 degree wind chill yesterday, but also uh, Leah had a Saturday off, which she usually does not have. So she was like, we're getting brunch. We're going out. And I was like, it is so cold that you could get frostbite in 10 minutes. And she said, bundle up, bitch. We're going to Brassica. Uh, and so, so we did And it were, it was great It was really nice Uh But we got there And their Like pipes to their Espresso machine Had frozen So they couldn't Make Whoa. any coffee It was really funny They like show up At a brunch place When it's zero degrees Outside And they're like Yeah we can't make coffee It's too cold For, <laughs> for coffee
0: How does that even happen?
1: I mean Like I guess They have like Those direct lines And they probably Aren't protected in any way So mm. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. No, no espresso. Uh,
0: what? So this place does like small plates, kind of like fun stuff. Do they do that for breakfast too?
1: Uh, they like you can go that direction, but really it's more like mainstays. Like they have like chicken and waffles, biscuits and gravy. Mm. I got something like really interesting though. That was like a a squash pupusa.
0: Ooh, I'm a I'm a fan of the pupusa.
1: Your poo poo fan. Uh, but yeah, delicious. I mean, this place goes crazy when they when they want to go crazy, they go crazy. Uh, had some donuts and stuff. I don't know. I just thought it was funny that we <laughs> we walked to breakfast in like negative thirty degree wind chill. Uh, not used to doing that, but hey, sometimes sometimes you gotta.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they didn't have to come like melt you off of the sidewalk of uh, <laughs> the uh, orange lines.
1: Yeah, I, I, I could have like stuck my tongue to the orange line, probably, and could have dragged me along. Yeah,
0: it's it's been much warmer here uh, <laughs> it's on the plus side of thirty. Wow, um, pretty standard Seattle winter, but we're over the the ten weeks of darkness. So, oh, uh, that's good. The uh, five weeks surrounding on both sides of the solstice are pretty miserable here. And mm-hmm. we finally have sun until five o'clock again. So wow.
1: Back at go. it, baby.
0: Back at it again.
1: Back in the saddle. <laughs> yeah. I'm not depressed all the time anymore. Let's go. <clears throat> I mean, it really does like
0: shift your mood. You're like, we made it. Yeah. And I mean, no, totally. I've just been like slammed, like doing house housework, doing a major project at that. And it's just been Lots of, lots of things there, you know, yeah, man. and daily life. Uh, but finally got my like studio kind of up and running again now that I've moved upstairs and <laughs> tried a little guitar for the first time in like a month and, uh, definitely took some like tweaking to like get tone, like where I wanted it again, which totally, which is like scary. I was like, no,
1: <laughs> I lost it. Yeah. I had like, a I style, dialed it in. Um,
0: yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with uh, where it's at now. Uh, good, good,
1: good. And uh, yeah. I mean, our listeners can't see your background, but you've got like ukuleles strewn about mm. still, and there's like boxes everywhere. I see records just popping out of a box. Mm-hmm. It looks like carefully arranged to be a <laughs> dirty musician room or like a uh, yeah musician in transition. Yeah,
0: it. The, the the intent was to be more organized with it all, and then it just turned <laughs> into. Got to get this stuff out of here. Put it in a box. Move it upstairs.
1: Right, you gotta you gotta shove it into the room and deal with it later. Yeah, yeah. I moved the majority
0: of my record collection to a storage unit, though. Last yes, literally yesterday. And uh, first of all, records. God damn, they're so heavy.
1: They are heavy, <laughs> um,
0: and it really makes you question, like, why do I have all of these dollar bin records like at the time it felt like a good idea (laughs) yeah to buy them now and then you got to move them yeah they really serve no purpose so i'm gonna i'm gonna like yeah do a hard cut probably
1: (laughs) soon (laughs) you gotta slow down a little bit
0: yeah it's it's just the act of like record digging when you're on a budget is just not fun because no you you flip through a million records and you get like just record fatigue where you're just like, and then you see something that you just start familiar with and you're just like, okay, I'm buying Done. this.
1: <laughs> I need to buy something. I've spent so many yeah. like minutes of my life here. And, uh, so you, you
0: walk out, you spent your three bucks on a record and that's how you end <laughs> up with, uh, I don't know what the most random thing I have is. Um, the The album with the song Working for the Weekend by <laughs> whatever, Hot Leather Pants band. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Which, I mean, I do like that song, but... uh
2: Everybody's working for the hot pants.
0: Do, 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 do. But really, I should just buy the soundtrack to Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Which I think yeah, that's, that's probably going to be on. a more... More uh, more uh used purchase it's gonna actually hit the like nostalgia that i wanted from that instead of a whole album of
2: yeah
1: yeah mid-tier rock songs <laughs> from like the 80s that no one listens to anymore because no one cared about them yep it's cool all right i have so many records like that as well like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean like I have like a Dire Straits album that I I need to just listen to all the way through but I bought it cuz it had Sultan of Swing on it. Mhm. I mean hey, I'm that's, sure that's actually a good record though. That,
0: that is a pretty good record. Uh I also found my old list of my like top records that I like my wish list essentially, which was nice. which is kind of fun to find. Uh I think I wrote this list probably like 2012ish. <laughs> and uh I think you probably know where I'm going with this, but uh, oh yeah, I uh, one of the records on there was Phoenix's uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix,
1: <laughs> and to you know
0: be to save time and be efficient, I abbreviated that album's name as W A P.
1: That's so good. And I you texted that like picture, and it literally just says Phoenix WAP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, who who could have foreseen? Yeah, that would become a ridiculous
1: acronym. <laughs> yeah, just a really funny thing to have written down in 2012. Yeah. Ben Shapiro is fuming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my my list is, like, way more boring because I just have a running Amazon list that I never really, like, updated. And it's fine. There's nothing that, like, nothing that funny on there. Yeah. Boo. It, it's,
0: it's a... I mean, there's still some records I need to get. There's also some on there that... I mean, I don't know why I put them on there. Like, <laughs> I don't really need to own that.
1: And and you probably thought you needed to own it about ten years ago. Yeah,
0: it's kind of the same with like our top ten list. Like, there's probably half on every top ten list that I don't <laughs> still listen to. But but my I I definitely think that now I want to shift my focus from just owning random records to like getting the five like really the top five out of those top 10 lists that I actually want to have and listen to. And it's not necessarily my favorite top five of the year, but the ones that like are worth having if I'm actually going to listen to
1: them, you know? Totally. So yeah. Yeah. It's not worth owning your like number two record. Uh, if two years later you haven't picked it up since that year. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: I mean, it's a different thing. It's one I want to like listen to over and over and over again
1: because like, when True. I put
0: a record on, it's like that's going to be the record of the week because I'm too lazy to change it off the turntable.
1: <laughs> are, are you even flipping it? Are you just <laughs> listening to side A?
0: Uh, Yeah, usually just side A. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe if like the best song on the album is on side B, you just start there and keep going.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's been a crazy period for music releases, which uh, kind of came out of nowhere because, you know, January is usually like super slow
1: month. Yeah, man. I mean, last time we talked, we had all those singles coming out. And then this week you texted me like, man, there's so much music to talk about. And I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. And then you sent me about seven albums I should listen to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to be a quick hits week. uh, Quick hits. Which which is pretty good uh, because usually I ramble about music and it's it's not just. And,
1: <laughs> oh uh, yeah they got this like guitar tone and yeah, it's really good not not making fun of you making fun of us collectively so this first band has this guitar tone and it's like really
0: good. <laughs> all right i uh, really like uh, so this is a portland band king tough which king is Tuff. mostly like one dude i think um mm. and i've liked him since like 2012 uh his self-titled album from 2012 like blew me away and then i think i remember i bought you his follow-up uh album
1: um black moon spell you did uh, i still have it i mean i didn't i mean i've listened to it a few times i i have not like locked into king tough as much as you have yeah i appreciate having that album
0: i still have like cringe about it because it was like I was like imposing it on you. I was like, "You're gonna like, <laughs> you were like this band. This. this is the new record from this band. It's gonna be great." And I mean, I didn't like that album as much as the self-titled. <laughs> should have bought me the self-titled. No, I, I should have. Yeah,
1: the Black Moon Spell cover is really cool. Yeah,
0: that's what got me. It was like, it was like your birthday weekend. <laughs> I got a marketing email. It was like, get the limited edition glow-in-the-dark vinyl with the holographic. Cover (laughs) right, 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 right. Bye for Jake. It looks great, great. yeah. Anyway, uh, he has a new album out, uh, Small Town Stardust. Uh, I would say so. The things I like about his sound, especially on his self title album, is uh, I mean, we're back to that power pop, Mm -hmm. uh, scrappy indie, but like awesome guitar playing, super hooky kind of vintage sound. Um, and yeah, he takes uh this album small town stardust more in a kind of folky psychedelic direction um kind of reminds me more of like foxygen to a degree mm. uh, but uh yeah i mean it's fun it's i still like it prompted me to go back and just listen to the self-titled like 10 times but uh <laughs> but still fun album all right second second quick keep hit. It moving uh we got white reaper which is a uh good band yeah, they're they're a they're bringing back rock and roll.
1: Whoa, dude, they're bringing back rock and roll. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah,
0: which <laughs> it's kind of a hard place for a band to be because rock radio—they would be like a a radio rock band from like the late '80s, early '90s. But yeah. there isn't there aren't really stations that actually play that anymore. And then the indie. Side of things doesn't take that music super seriously either, so yeah, they're kind of in this yeah it's a tough spot, middle spot. Um, I've seen White Reaper live a couple times. uh' it's just super fun. Like, I mean, I like that kind of music, you know. So it's yeah. like you want the guitars just to be a little more edgier. So here you go. So here's some, yeah, just here's do some it. Some edge. Here's some here's some rocking riffs and some sing along courses. Um, which is kind of like. I mean, the, all the things I love about Diarrhea Planet, but this is more polished than Diarrhea Planet, you know. Like yeah, it's it's more like what would be like radio friendly, you know. <laughs> I
1: guess and they're also not named Diarrhea Planet, <laughs> so that helps.
0: So yeah, this is their album, Asking for a Ride. Uh, it, it's it's a really fun album. I really enjoyed like you know it. It's a it always puts me in a good mood when like after the album plays and Spotify starts a radio, you know, and just starts playing random stuff but like it's still like great like you know i'm vibing to this like it's yeah good like whatever made it like pick all these other songs together it's like yeah i like all of this
1: i mean it also knows what you like yeah but but it doesn't it doesn't discount that the vibe is good yep
0: um okay moving on so uh a band i've talked about uh tanu kichan uh out of san francisco has been dropping some singles And, uh, one of the singles they dropped was with, uh, Puget Sound area band Enumclaw. Uh, it's a song, Thin Air. And these are songs leading up to the, to an album going to be released later this year called Gizmo. But man, I just really like this band and the pairing with Enumclaw is like worked super well. Um, Tinu Kichan, her her first album that I really liked, uh just super thick, big guitar. And she she plays it like really melodically, but it's like guitar first, and then like her voice kind of like softer and in the background, but enough to like keep keep the song moving. But I think it's just an amazing like guitar album. And the the this this new song kind of keeps it in that direction, maybe opens it up to a little more like just general shoegaze like mm. uh enum Claw gets a lot of ref, like gets kind of referred to in the same vein that like nirvana kind of did in like a weird oh. way like not in the like specific genre that nirvana was but more in like what they represent and how they here it, yeah see here it is the rambling it. i lost the thread they have guitars it kind of sounds like nirvana
1: from from the pacific
0: northwest yeah exactly so bringing it back it's a good album or good single makes me super excited for the the album
1: all right yeah that first tanuki chan album i think it started popping up on like radios and stuff uh but yeah i I feel like her guitar is very droney and then kind of has like the dream pop vocals over it all right and then we've got the kind of mosh, uh,
0: pop, punk, mosh punk, mosh core. I thought it was just like melodic hardcore. Melodic I hardcore, yeah. Uh, band fucked up. Which Whoa. When like KEXP plays them up here, it's always funny because they're like, they're like, we can't say <laughs> this band's name. <laughs> oh. Uh this is a uh, hecked up. <laughs> um. I've liked this band for a while. I think they're Canadian, right? Eh? Yeah, they are. I believe they're from Toronto. And yeah, their album One Day is out. Uh, lots of so melodic hardcore. So I mean, the singing is like
1: borderline screamo. You know, really. Aggressive yeah, it's like very like edge. hardcore, like classic hardcore mm-hmm. vocals. Yeah.
0: But then it's all like mostly in a major key, which is just fun, and it is fun, and it's like it feels like uplifting. It feels like you know you want to bang your head and like spin around and dance, and you want to get in that pit, but like smile while you're doing it instead of like (laughs) looking angry. You're not crowd killing; you're crowd hugging. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I and I liked like. Okay, this is kind of abstract, but my takeaway on my first listen to this album was they did some cool things where they took guitar melodies that kind of are like simple in that they're like kind of just like quarter notes of a scale, but their application of that was novel. And yeah, it, it, it was like... I kept thinking like, Oh, that's a riff that I would have like, I could write, but in a good way, you know? So it's like, right. Familiar. And, but like, um, but I, but if I had written that I wouldn't have known what to do with it. And they did and they made a cool song out of it. So
1: yeah, that's my, that's my blurb. That's blurb. I mean, I remember when David comes to life came out, I didn't know anything about hardcore music or fucked up or, or anything. And that that album was like nothing I've ever heard before. uh still like a, a stone cold classic, but i I haven't kept up with them that much. I mean, they had all those zodiac series uh kind of like e p type stuff. Listen to some of those, but i I started one day and I, I'm really into it. I need to go finish it uh but excited that they're still putting out really good music cool we'll we'll add the one more hit that i I'm like stealing this. You're the one who told me to listen to this uh but the new album by Perrin. Paranual? Is that how you say it, you think? I think so. Yeah. I don't know why I'm asking you how to say something, but. <laughs> uh, Niagara? Uh, Niagara was so good, man. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, but After the Magic, this is a South Korean artist. I believe they are completely anonymous still at this point. Uh, I've never listened to them before. Do you? Have you had any uh, experience with Paranual?
0: Yeah. They, they were actually like borderline going to be on my. Uh, top 10 from like two years ago, 21 20, or something. Um, yeah. I think, um, on their, their first release. Uh, yeah, because it, the first time I listened to it, it honestly, I had the same, uh, kind of reaction I did to the first time I listened to Oso Oso, um, <laughs> where it's like, this music is, is super familiar and nostalgic in the way that it like reminds me of the pop punk kind of stuff. uh, and emo mm. kind of stuff that I grew up like just loving and um yeah and it was just out of nowhere it was it was kind of like a reddit find though you know and so I was a little standoffish mm. I was like this is going to be like the everything everywhere <laughs> all at <it> once <wants> of <laughs> right right music recommendations indie heads reddit is is better than movie reddit I would say for sure but it's uh, <laughs> it is still its
1: own bias um, yeah it's it's its own kind of scene in some capacity yeah
0: okay that that's how i came to them but uh
1: but yeah you told me to listen to this and then jesse told me to listen to this and so i was like okay i gotta i gotta hit this up and then
0: and and then uh indy uh cast told us to listen to it and
1: yeah that's true <laughs> that's true i haven't heard i haven't listened to that episode but i was blown away because it took a lot of like you said kind of Comfortable nostalgic kind of forms of music and slammed them together into something new that I hadn't heard before Uh, I feel like there were obviously like emo elements But this album has like post-rock elements shoegaze elements and it all comes together for this huge sound that's like You know almost overwhelming at certain points and like it builds builds and builds and builds and builds and it doesn't stop building And there's like these crazy drum runs and stuff I I thought this album was uh such a good listen and I I think I mean it's a little early in the year but I mean I think this could stick around for me all year and and make my top 10 I'm already like all in on this album. Wow. That's yeah. exciting. Hey. I know.
0: It's it's funny. I I kind of actually had like my reaction was like it's almost too much for me.
1: I oh, know, okay.
0: I, um you know, through everything in the pot kind of kind of deal. So yeah, um, I think I definitely want to spend more time with it. And maybe I was just was in the wrong place, you know, when I, I put it on, because I think it does. Like, yeah, it's not it needs more attention than like just being background. And that's how I listened to it the first time. So,
1: yeah. And the first time I listened to it, like I put on like the first couple songs while I was like walking somewhere, you know, and it was this like such this big sound that it like filled up uh, this sounds stupid but it like filled up the space you know it like felt like vast yeah while i was outside where you know i feel like that can click sometimes
0: oh man i haven't listened to music that way in in a while but yeah that that is one of my favorite like it recontextualizes things uh i remember listening to cloud nothing's like attack on memory while on a walk like yeah downtown seattle once and I mean, that is part of why it became like my favorite album of all time. Just not all time. I don't, it's not my one of my favorite
1: albums of all time. I mean, Make it's, it's what, one favorite. of your like 50 favorite albums of all time, oh, yeah, probably. Abso- absolutely. Yeah. Just depends on where you set the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, for me, that that happened to me with uh, Bon Iver self-titled. I was like walking around Rolla in the winter and it was like snowing and I was listening to Bon Iver and it, it like messed me up.
0: You were having a, a good winter
1: with some good. I, was, winter. <laughs> I was having a good winter, good winter. Yeah, I think I think walking and listening to music is sometimes the best way to listen to music. Yeah. We're gonna start the uh, the music walk club. Everyone put their headphones on and listen to the same album while walking around. Yeah, walking about. I said I mean, walking around and about at the same time.
0: It's so funny because like I can put put myself back in that exact place like
1: mentally. yeah was, like, it's crazy all the things
0: i was thinking about i was seeing like this other girl and i was like this like oh i'm gonna put this song from this album on this play <laughs> on a mixtape for her and it's in hindsight classic mistake yeah, in hindsight
1: <laughs> it did not go well <laughs> um oh everyone everyone has those moments i still remember this girl i was really into in high school was like oh, you should send me, like, some songs that you want me to listen to. And then I was like, yeah, great, I'll send you some stuff. You should send me some stuff. I did this big, long list of, like, all these links and stuff of, like, Arctic Monkeys and all this stuff that was, like, I thought was really cool. And, and then she, <laughs> she sent me a bunch of Dave Matthews songs. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember being like, "Oh, I, I, I don't think this hey, was a good call." She was
0: just a jam band girl. You no, that, I man. mean,
1: like, I respect it, but I, it was just such an amateur move to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show this woman what good music is, and then she'll like me." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that, folks. Yeah, fellas, my guys, don't do that. Yeah, I
0: mean, when when you when you take a song that's already like an indie, like, under-the-radar song, but you're like, no, this one's too popular. (laughs) I gotta go deeper and show... (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's like, no, no, time out. What are you doing? Yeah,
0: no, I can't do the Sufjan song. That's too obvious. That's too big.
1: (laughs) Look, you gotta grow, and, and like, eventually you realize you need to tailor these recommendations to what other people like, and that helps. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. Don't do that instead, fellas. This is for (laughs) the fellas out there. yeah. I mean, I assume assume women know how to make mixtapes better than indie guys. Just trust Spotify. Like, just let it auto generate the playlist. It's gonna be better. Put it on a cassette. She'll never know the difference. (laughs) Or he. So stupid. All right, let's do it. All right, now let's stop talking about other people's good music. Talk about our attempt at good music. Mm. All right, I think it's my turn. I think you went first last time. I don't know. Let me. Let's check the record. We're, we're we're doing it for real. Uh, I think you went first both times. Oh, wait, no, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I wrote them in the correct order. You know what? Go first again. I don't even care.
0: We we got the three pair.
1: Three pair, <laughs> and it might be that like it's been like off and on, and I just am misremembering. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm running it back to week twenty eight. <laughs> Um, so this was uh, this this week was kind of hard because I want to do this song justice because first of all, it was the like replacements inspired track, yeah, um, which means a lot to me. um, second of all, it turned out like great, like it's still like I really like like how it worked out,, uh, and so then. It's just like now it needs lyrics and it needs a melody uh, and like the stupid words. It's the part. It's so hard. Um, so I took it in a direction to start that I'm not super set on. <laughs> um, I decided to be like, tr- like super meta because so it's a replacements inspired song that talks about the replacements almost almost in the way
1: that Alex Chilton
0: (laughs) is a replacement song that sounds and talks about Alex Chilton so
1: I I, kind of like how meta that is specifically with the replacements yeah
0: okay well let's just do it and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it
1: we'll just go for it
0: Secondhand embarrassment. It's like,
1: yeah. It, again, this is something our listeners can't see, but you you put on the song and then immediately like look away from the camera. You're like, I will not make eye contact during no. this. No. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I, I'll give you my first impressions. First off, I I think the uh the melody is pretty good. I, I think it works especially with the the like the breakdown, like the boom 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 boom, and then coming back in. I like that. That's good. It's good move uh i had a hard time understanding all the lyrics uh that's just mixing and stuff so i i mean that's always hard anyways but uh i do like the mats around the stereo and then back into the verse uh that's fun i like that
0: did you get the bit about the bagel
1: huh <laughs> did you get the bit about the bagel i didn't hear the bagel no <laughs> i missed the bagel
0: it's real real story but combining <laughs> multiple it wasn't the bar that was playing the the replacements but i did make a bar friend and he told me where to find ma- bagels in seattle <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> funny i like that again it's like one of those things where you combine three or four stories into one mm-hmm. kind of p- pseudo real story i like that yeah
0: yeah i mean some i mean try to bury the lyrics cuz i don't know the kind of i the, the rhyming is a little cheesy cuz it's all like just like place is cool with me It's where I want to be. <laughs> hey, I don't know, but I'm, I, I, I put throw it out there. Cause like maybe, you know, once you take a run at it, eventually like it'll come together, maybe better.
1: Yeah. And, and I feel like it's one of those things where you get the structure in and like some of the lyrics will stick. Some of the lyrics maybe won't, but that's okay. Like yeah. I think the, overall melody will stick and i think the like overall lyrics will will stick too honestly yeah i I like the concept of like going to the bar and like wanting to hear like 80s rock (laughs) yeah but like 80s like underground rock (laughs) right right exactly (laughs) yeah not not the bad 80s rock the good 80s rock yeah um
0: yeah and i mean the other thing i was i've been thinking about with that one is like a third part like doesn't need it, you know, like doesn't need. And, and I mean, I tried listening to some more replacements with in a, in a mindset of like, I'm not just trying to copy it, but I'm just trying to like soak it in. And that's it, yeah, yeah. it, just so hard because uh, Paul Westerberg, like, it's just so natural like their songs feel so natural and like if you yeah. try and they just do what they're going to do and you can't force it and i think <laughs> maybe that's like it just needs to be what that's going to be because that's how it came out and yeah um don't need to overthink it yeah so it's it is kind of an odd duck because of like how it fits in with our other stuff but uh you know you can always figure that out
1: agreed and, and it's like Yeah, it feels kind of like a bar rock tune. I think it's... This is one of those where I think it is held back by your drum program. Mm, Uh, Yeah. Like, again, it's that's just the uh, context we're working in. But I think that that is another area where just a little more, like, feeling it out as, like, a group could Mm -hmm. really elevate some of the, the like, bar rock vibes of it. Yeah. Oh, man. It definitely Uh, needs... now that I like. you say that, it needs some gang vocals too. Like, yeah, I, and that's the thing about the Paul Westerberg is like he just howls. I mean, the yeah. man just goes bonkers. So it's it's also like I don't know. <laughs> it's like I I can try. We'll just let it ride. Yeah. I agree. Let it ride. Uh, I still like that guitar solo
0: at the end. Like, it, that agree. was a one take. Like, just how it came out when I wrote it and. So I had to relearn it like note for note to kind of clean it up a little bit. Oh but it's dang! Still like
1: super fun and yeah, and that like end part. I think you know when you're talking about adding another part. I feel like maybe just extending that end part and going somewhere with that. Yeah,
0: that's that's my it, thought too. Yeah. If,
1: yeah. Yep. Because I agree. I like when it does the chord change and goes to the. Boo-doo-doo-doo, boo-doo-doo-doo. You know, you know the part where it goes. Do do do
0: doo but not in a uh, Stranger Things way.
1: Definitely not in a Stranger Things way. Different vibe. It's a different doo 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 doo. Doo 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 doo. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs>
1: all right. Well, thanks. Mesh for listening. them
0: together. Thanks. Thanks for listening, Jake.
1: <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> nah, that's a. I mean, I think it's a strong one. Yeah. No. Right. Are we? Out? Are we? Is it my turn? Yep. It's 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 all you. I I remembered you definitely went first last time because uh, my wife texted you and I was like, why didn't you text me about how much you liked my song? (laughs) And she was like, I haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, exactly. You started a fight in my household. It is your your fault, not my fault for being petty. Yeah. I
0: should have known that when you were like, (laughs) Leah said that like <laughs> what she told you like, your song was good
1: oh <laughs> uh-uh. no i was uh i definitely like gave her crap about that but then she uh gave me gave me a bunch of crap back about like oh my god it's so good <laughs> when she finally listened to it <laughs> yeah like well now that just sounds disingenuous you got my ass so my demo this week comes from week 16 going back pretty far actually this tune was called Open C Sea. That's because I used open C tuning. Little tips of the trade. Just change C to C. Sounds cool. That one was an Algernon otter inspired riff, but it, it honestly it didn't turn out sounding all that Algernon-y. It's just you know using an open tuning. I just stole an open tuning from an Algernon song, or or maybe like a similar tuning to an Algernon song. I just went with that can't hurt this one i actually was kind of avoiding going back and working on because i knew i had to retune my guitar (laughs) i think this is gonna be a pain i need to really dedicate myself to it because i can't go back you know so i kind of struggled with the lyrics on this one i had to back it out from some you know sounds that sounded good and things like that and i i don't know i wasn't happy initially because it was very like second person and it felt like oh someone else is experiencing this hardship and I want to know about it. And I don't know, it sounds stupid, stupid. Uh, but I was actually kind of inspired by, uh, life in wartime by talking heads, which is trying to basically take, I mean, at least this is my read on it. And I'm nowhere near the song writer that David Byrne is. I think, I, I think we can all agree with that. Uh, he kind of like turns, you know, his life into like, what would it be like if like these apocalyptic kind of like war things happened at home? And what would that be like? And and that was ultimately what I wanted to capture was like, you know, you hear about refugee crises or whatever, but it feels so foreign. And like, you just end up with these like piles of people that like nobody wants to deal with, but it's hard to put yourself in the, in the shoes of that person. So I, I tried to put myself in the shoes. I don't know. Again, I, I was like, maybe, I, I kind of divorced it from any, like, actual refugee crisis of just, like, made it up of, like, uh, what if, what would it be like if you lived in, like, Vermont and there was, like, a civil war and, like, troops just, like, tore down your town. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, again, I was struggling with it. I, I would like your input probably. Uh, but, hey, we'll see how it goes. Also, I, I didn't really have time to add, an, like, I probably wanted to add another guitar track on top of this for, like, a lead track but really I just, I did like multiple uh, more like rhythm tracks to try and fill it out a little bit. And I think that worked pretty well. I just didn't really have the the time to, I, I was spending most of my time trying to arrange it and like get the base of it down that I just didn't have time to get the uh, lead track. So, Hey, there's, there's some room to grow. We, hey. we can all learn and grow together.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's, Then I can feel like I'm doing something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're not just like doing what I told you to do. (laughs) That's the move. We
2: felt like another day. They rolled through the fields when we were playing. When nothing stays the same, we're constantly flowing change. We haven't lived in the path through the mountain range. We've only yeah.
1: Neck bend, neck bend. <laughs> that was a deep
0: neck bend. I was like you're gonna snap that neck off. I know, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> um, is there was did you record like a an overdub vocal also?
1: Like, yeah, a, there was a there was an overdub. I mean, it 100. was a it was a deeper part and a higher part. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I I mean
0: the way you mixed that where it's just kind of like a faint thing, but it, so so it sounded like those parts spatially were like further back, Mm. like more reverb or so we're just like lower in the mix or whatever. Well they were
1: they were kind of like chorused and distorted up. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of just noodled them up.
0: But I liked it a lot. Like that's a cool like the way I mean that's getting almost like in that kind of melodic not hard it's not melodic hardcore, but like kind of that it's still that like gang kind of vocal like vibe that like was like I like a lot. Uh, I, I liked everything about that. Yeah. Um, it sounds more like genre-y than which is like a good thing, you know? Like it actually, like, it sounds like something that somebody who's into whatever genre that is would really be. Into. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I mean. Whatever genre that is. I don't know. Because like, I don't see this as like a genre band, but it might turn no. out that way when, once you know we consolidate but but that particular song had that kind of vibe if you know what i mean you probably don't because it's I, I don't know
1: 100 know what you mean i mean it's it's definitely genre e in some capacity i just don't know i agree i don't know what genre it is it's not hardcore no maybe i mean i don't know maybe just like emo. oh yeah. I mean,
0: that's the thing. You just throw emo label on it and it's all
1: it's, <laughs> just uh, wrap it up. Sell it, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I didn't catch like, yeah, I, I wasn't really like falling on the lyrics mostly because like, I was just letting myself like experience it. Like I would if you know, if, yeah. like, and, and I think, you know, you, the, the bits of the lyrics that do, like, come out, like, still, like, are an interesting story to me. Like, there's nothing, like, you know, like, cringe or anything. Like, I think it's, like... Thank you. Great, great uh, writing. Not cringe is all I'm ever really aiming for. (laughs) And, I mean, it's hard. Like, that's something I've been finding. It's harder to write, like, lots of lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is harder. But then that's restrictive because then you're, like... You can't do much with the you know melody because it's just, you only have so much to work with. I really like that da na 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 like that melody line. So yeah, well, like I like it. And that's why
1: I and I ended up doing the overdub because I was singing in my like lower register, and it was just it didn't have the punch I was going for. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I I had to pitch correct the crap out of my like more like I don't know. I I don't really. This is something I've been struggling with since we started. Is like messing with my voice outside of my more comfortable ranges. Cause I think in my more comfortable ranges, it doesn't have like a whole lot of power behind it all the time. It depends. But, and like, it sounds like cringy to me in some way, but you kind of process it a little bit, add a little gain to it, you know, uh, match the volume. I don't hate it anymore. You know? And that was, that was something that I really wanted to try with this one was try some more, uh, I don't know, like, less clean vocals. And I think it worked out with the mixing. I think on its own, it wouldn't have worked great. but Yeah.
0: I mean, and that's a huge thing for us to learn and figure out because, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, we get to work with like a producer or an engineer who has creative ideas, you know, of what to do with our vocals.
1: Right. Okay, we're stupid. Help us.
0: Yeah. But I think having a, an idea going into it is going to be very important yeah and now's the time to yeah experiment and figure it out and so i would say that's a very successful experiment like sweet yeah i mean and we we you know it's not something like we should do on every song like <laughs> yeah like columbia is an example like that one doesn't need harmonies or anything, distorted
1: vocal or, or harmony yeah. like, like
0: it's just you're telling that story and it's clear and straight and And almost because it's kind of Wilco-y, like, in a way, like, it just works like that. Yeah. But that song, like, Open Sea or Refugee, did you just do it because it rhymes? Is it just the first word in your head? No, (laughs) (laughs) no. Same same problem I have. Um, Yeah.
1: No, the the first lyrics I came up with were the, tell me about a place you call a home. And that was all I got. Um, And, you know, that happens to a lot of us. You know, maybe... (laughs) Maybe we had a home, but like for whatever reason, it doesn't feel like home anymore. Yeah. Uh, With NPR, I'm Jake Kramer. That that's those are
0: those genre kids I'm talking about that are gonna.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's. I, have you heard any of that? Like people like calling everything Midwest emo. Oh. <laughs> it, no. and emo people are getting mad at them <laughs> i don't know about mad but like tiktok kids are like modern baseball is midwest emo and i'm like i don't think you know what that means <laughs> they're from philadelphia yeah i mean
0: we've done our fair amount of genreing. <laughs> yeah just so, butchering
1: genres cutting and pasting it's
0: i mean i think it's funny you know <laughs> like sure a band has a right to be like you misgenred me but also like
1: The whole thing is
0: is a mess. And I mean, I'm not trying to like minimize like misgendering by saying
1: that. No, exactly. It's just... It is funny to minimize (laughs) misgendering of like, I'm mad at you for misgendering me. Like that is much less serious than misgendering. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll go on the record and saying that's the joke, not that misgendering is a joke. That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we could clear. (laughs) We have to do this every time where it's like, here's a stupid joke based on another joke. But then you remember that people make the other thing a joke and you're actually serious about that thing. You're making a joke off of that serious thing. Yeah. That Happens to me like every day in my life. Uh, I just had a funny thought that
0: you know, so when we blow up and we're like you right. know, as big as Oasis, but then we have a falling out like the Gallagher <laughs> as brothers, biggest
1: Oasis, <laughs> yeah,
0: but but then we we break up and like you know, we hate mm. each other like Noel and Liam. like the Gallagher's, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have so much fodder if with with all of these recordings on our hard drives <laughs> to uh. <laughs> Like, oh, get yeah? the raw tapes. Well, <laughs> Jake one time said this, and we cut it out. But you know what? I dug it up.
1: <laughs> Luckily, you don't have many of my records, but I have all of your records. Yeah.
0: I mean, when I say this, yeah. I, and I'm the one that has all the cut shit. So I'm the one who should be watching my bad. You're the bag. one who
1: cannot police yourself <laughs> in front of a microphone. <laughs> <sighs> all right. on that note... <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, I'm feeling real good. I don't know. I, I had a bit of a downtime, I'll say, like like a time of self-degradation, maybe, mm-hmm. a way to put it. Like, lost a bit of my motivation because I, I was, like, not happy with how a demo turned out. Yeah. Really, I think it was Dollar Dime. Like, I just don't think I captured mm-hmm. what I wanted to capture with that, but I still think, like, the framework of the song's okay, but I don't know. I felt like, felt like I whiffed on the final product a little bit. I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little better again. You know, I I feel like we've gone through these ups and downs throughout the podcast of like, yeah. Is any of this worth anything to be like releasing to the public? Yeah.
0: And I mean, I'm, I've definitely been there and maybe still am there, but, uh, you you just keep punching through it. And I, I've kind of resigned myself to like, you know what? Hey, if I, if I contributed two songs, but still get to like be part of this creative process with you and like, that's enough for me, you know, and
1: I mean—that's not how I feel. But <laughs> uh, I feel like you have contributed uh, half. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that happens. <laughs> when yeah, right. There's two of
0: us. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we've got a lot of songs. <laughs> all right, just
0: wait for Jesse to come back, and he's like, guys, while I've been gone, I had like ten songs.
1: They're all done. Yeah, I I, I wrote ten I songs the on the <laughs> that a boy he he told me (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm just gonna throw this out there he told me like uh how much i want to practice bass is like inversely correlated with uh like my relationship status (laughs) and at first i thought he meant like whenever he's single he's like i can't practice bass women don't like bass but no he means like yeah practicing an instrument is cool Uh, and so when i like am trying to attract women uh, i'm like yeah i play bass I'm, I'm learning bass and then once he like gets into a little bit of a relationship he's like i don't have time for this shit
0: well hey <laughs> hopefully we helped him out on his dating endeavors dating life. we gave, yeah, we exactly. gave him a uh, differentiator
1: there you go <laughs> attaboy just take some pictures of you with your bass Give it some practicing <laughs> you could say you're in a band whatever yeah <laughs> oh man all right, well, everybody, right, we're still checking well,
0: along. what are you what are you going to work on for next week?
1: man, I don't know i I, I had this one kind of in my back pocket of like, I want to work on this. now I need to kind of soul search a little bit. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think, well, so part of my problem too is I have like one or two that I feel like are already like kind of complete as shorts short songs, yeah, and I've been kicking around on if I want to even try to expand them. yeah, I'm specifically thinking like the more weight one, I don't know if it needs to be longer. Especially if, as, like, a demo. I don't know if I need more of it to consider it a demo. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think you, like, even with this one, with uh, this refugee one, it's, like, there's a lot of space I could add in, like, between the verse and the chorus and stuff, just to, like, kind of expand it. We could jam out the bridge part a lot longer. Uh, but I I don't know. It's it, it's a good demo in terms of, like, capturing all the things I wanted to capture and moving on. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at with a couple of them. <laughs> and
0: I see you're working on a, a potential set list, you know? it's.
1: I'm just trying to think of, like, what are all the songs we have? Yeah. No, it's great. Where and, are we at? How ha- many is this one? And how there?
0: they kind of flow with each other.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, we got 12 on there. One's a cover. That's, I mean, pretty amazing, honestly. Like, Call it. Call it. <laughs> <laughs> Pencils
0: down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, like... The fact that, like, now when we come back together, you know, even if it's, like, been a couple weeks, like, but we essentially have, like, two songs. Yeah. Like, that's, like...
1: We can't crank them out one a week like we were, but, man, feels a little more satisfying to be like, that's a song, done. Yeah,
0: for sure. So, and and I think it, you know, I think (laughs) we'll be in a really good spot if we're at the point where we can kind of also just edit and have the freedom of, like... Yeah, cut one. Yeah,
1: so, um, hmm. Grandpa's pond, uh, cut it um, with it's my the, hands lifted. It's the only
0: one I actually like that <laughs> 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 <But> I did.
1: <laughs> Not that one. No,
0: <laughs> keep it. And uh, I mean, Leah liked Leah liked with my hands lifted. That's true. So that's probably why I like you're gonna, that's my favorite one. Actually, why like you're of yours. cut it? You're <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
1: no. <clears throat> My wife is not allowed to like any of your songs. Yeah, stop emailing my wife. <laughs> Stupid e- email correspondence. Yeah, you've seen that, right? Stop emailing my wife. Oh no, I haven't. Okay, I'll show you afterwards. Okay, let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh, then we'll <laughs> we'll we'll handle this business offline. All it's right. not it's not like inappropriate or something. It's just an old <laughs> meme. All right. Bye, All right, buddy. Yep. Yep. See you, man. Uh, we'll be back in probably a few weeks with hopefully two more, two more full tracks. Uh, I, I mean, the frequency going down. Hopefully the content, uh, quality going up. That's, that's really what we're after right now.